praise god good evening uh how are you oh awesome well um this is our day six of the um, life recreation workshop and i want us for the next two days to really conclude uh, this workshop and um, share what we need to share in the last two days um been trying to recover from yesterday's service and i thought that if i had gone to the gym uh, it would help but gym seemed to have made the tightness a bit worse but uh, bless god he's our strength amen um we shared several things over the last five sessions um in this workshop that i believe uh revolutionary information to really catapult and take your life to the next frontier if one would make a practice of the principles that have been shared and communicated with you and it is my hope it is my prayer that the teachings that we have covered in this workshop can really give you a foundation to spring from in the year 2023 and like i said when we started that the reason why i felt the spirit of god was leading me to host this workshop is probably because of the theme for this year and the events of the coming year and years in this entire decade upon the world and that's to help prepare us being dependent of the system of this world because if you look closely and pay attention to the details we shared in the prophetic word for the decade from the 2020s into the 2030s realize that there are certain really life transforming events that are going to take place that will really alter the geopolitical and social landscape of the world and when these events take place there will be an imbalance in the economy and economic structures of this world 
and we've been preparing by the help of the Spirit of God through these teachings, not particularly this workshop alone, but over the course of the years, preparing you to really, in a way, set your house, set your life in order. Because you may not know it, you may not be aware, but the world is changing. And the world is changing at an unprecedented rate. At an unprecedented rate. And if we are going to stand on the sideways and look on and think that we will not be affected, we are deceiving ourselves. We are deceiving ourselves because when things begin going into motion, that is not the time to prepare. The time to prepare is now. It's today the time to take the word of God the insights and revelations that God gives us is now, then it will be too late. It will be very late. So we must start now appreciating and embracing these truths the Holy Spirit is presenting to us and making use of them in our lives, making use and practice of them now, perfecting them, mastering them until they become a part of our lives, until they become a part of how we regulate our lives. It's important. It's, it's important. And this life recreation workshop is just one of the many additions that should be in your arsenal. So we've been sharing many things throughout this conference. And, you know, there's so much I would have liked to share with you so much more than what we have shared already. But in these last two days, I, I want to focus specifically on one aspect of the teaching that I really didn't focus on. I was really hoping to come into it uh, toward the last stages of this workshop. But I, I think that the last two days and last two sessions we have together would be okay. 
probably not enough to cover this because I probably need six to seven months to cover this subject alone by itself every single day. So that's how in-depth it is. But nonetheless, I will outline what I feel um, the majors that one should realize and help you set on the right path. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Do you know that words or the mouth is the extension of the mind and the spirit? I will repeat that. The mouth is the extension of the mind and the spirit. You can understand the anatomical functions of the mind and the spirit man through a man's mouth and what comes out of it. So everything about who a man is, everything about who a man is going to be is first expressed from his mouth. Your mouth is really the gateway to understanding the nature of spirit, the nature of the mind. Jesus said, not what goes into the mouth, but what comes out of the mouth defiles a man. James said that it was a man who had learned to bridle his tongue who can attain spiritual perfection because the tongue drives the cause of nature. Jesus said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And that who you are escapes through your mouth. Who you are will be expressed through your mouth. So the gateway into the entirety of a man's life is from his mouth. The mouth is a divine instrument. The mouth. It is a divine instrument capable of divine possibilities. 
through the mouth the universe is designed thereby all of life individual life collective life is designed and preempted by the mouth a man who can't speak is a most miserable man because he cannot express himself being issues from the mouth personality issues from the mouth character is expressed from the mouth a man and his words a man and his mouth are intertwined they are indivisible you cannot distinguish between the two because the mouth is how the spirit works the mouth is the instrumentality of the spirit's function the mouth is the instrumentality of the mind's function the mouth controls the mind's faculties the mind controls the neurological capacities within a man the nervous system is controlled by the mouth because the mouth as a divine instrument can create sound waves the mouth can create frequencies that penetrate even into the heavens how can a dimension that is geographically distanced from the physical plane from the earth how can words travel through dimensions words travel through realms words travel through the galaxies and reach the very ears of the supreme god how do you pray on earth and your words travel throughout the atmospheres throughout the heavens and reach the very ears of god how is it god said i have come down to hear to deliver my people because i've heard their cry i've heard their cry god can hear every frequency god can hear beyond any creature on earth they tell us that 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 
that that dogs and other animals are able to hear frequencies lower and higher than which the human range is capable of. But God can hear the frequency of the sound that comes from your mouth. Being geographically separated from you. Mm. Now that means that words can travel faster than the speed of light, faster than the speed of sound. And words are multidimensional. So your mouth is a multidimensional instrument. Your mouth can be heard in more places than where you can physically be. So you can speak from where you are and your word can resound throughout the world and the galaxy. Your words can affect things that take place in, 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 in a location, in a region, thousands and thousands of kilometers away. Your mouth makes you a divine being. Your mouth. Your mouth makes you a divine being because your mouth enables you by the waves and frequencies that emanate from it, enables you to be multidimensional so that you can participate in things concerning you in the spirit by not being physically there your, your, your words, the frequencies that emanate from your, from your mouth can represent you. Years ago, the Spirit of God gave me a thought. He said, God proves his love to humanity by giving him the very instrumentality by which he created the universe. What greater proof of love is that? That God would give us the same tool, the same resource, the same power that he utilized in creating the universe. So that you have a mouth that can resound is proof that you are made in the image of God. And that you have a mouth is proof that you have creative capabilities. That your entire life is determined from your mouth. A man will never go where his words have never gone. The ceiling, the cap of his life is his words. A man's only limitation 
is the limitations that emanate from himself. He only becomes what the sound, what the dominating sound has established in his life. In other words, everything you will ever have will come from your mouth. Everything you will ever be will come from your mouth. You can stop blessings by your mouth. You can let blessings loose by your mouth. There is a relationship, a direct relationship, a symbiotic relationship between words and spirits. Spirits require words to operate. Spirits without words cannot function. Without words, spirits, and, and what are words? What are words? Because, because in the spirit, this is a word. In the spirit, it's a word. It's a word. It carries intelligent expression. So what are words? Words are creative frequencies. In their base form, in their principal form, words are creative frequencies. Uh, words are creative frequencies. This means that the universe at its foundation at its base consists is held together by frequencies that means in in every physical and non-physical creative thing or created thing there is in it the source code which is sound If this is the case, that means materiality. Materiality has its parentage from sound. That means words are the mother and father of creation. Both spiritual and physical reality Issues from words. Well, it's not difficult to understand because the scriptures tells us that in the beginning was the word. In the beginning was the word. So what began creation was the word. It was sound. 
it was sound. And we come close to that sound. You know, I feel the anointing of God's spirit. We come close to understanding what that sound was when we get to speaking in tongues. Let me not go there now. Let me not go there now. Let me not get there now. We, 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 we understand that the world as they are today are parented, are sourced from sound, frequency. So the job of the mouth is to articulate and express the creative substance the creative force that emanates from the mind and create it and express it. Because that's what words are. Words are articulants of thoughts. You don't think with words, you think with pictures. You think with images. But, but to create or for those words who have materiality, they have to come through the expression of words. That's why I say that words are the expression of being. That anything that bees or is or exists had to have come through words. This is powerful. If we localize this to your life, it means that everything that is in your life today, currently, had to have come through words. That means if there's anything incomplete in your life, there is an incompleteness in words. If there's a fracture in your life, that means the fracture is in the sound code that emanates from your mouth, from the words that emanate from your mouth. Because everything that is, everything that exists comes through words. Words are the expression of being. In the beginning, was the word was the word the bible doesn't say was the word of god the bible says was the word in the beginning was logos hallelujah so logos was in the beginning and then he says and the word was with god so the word had and has a relationship with God. Theos. The creator spirit. So the word that was in the beginning has had an eternal relationship with the Theos, with God. And then he says, and the word was God. And the word was God. So God's first manifestation in creation 
which was in the beginning was as the word so sound sound frequencies are expressed in the scriptures as being god as having a relationship with god and being god which means if we bring it to you there is not only a relationship between you and your words but you are your words you are your words that means who you are is discovered in your words that which 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 implies that at any point in your life you can change who you are by going to the source code if you change your words you change yourself and you change your life because you and your words cannot be separated that's why if god god stops being a watchman over his word and his word fails if his word fail if he allows his word to fail once he ceases to be god because the law of god is that god does not fail that's why he says heaven and earth can pass but my words remain forever So the only permanent thing in the universe is the word of God. So the heavens and the earth have an expiry date except the word of God. So when God adds a timeline to the achievement or accomplishment of his word, he binds himself. He becomes prisoner to that word. Because he he has his reputation at stake to make that word come to pass or be fulfilled. Otherwise, he might lose safale kransalia he might lose his god status so you lose your status when your own words fail huh. so that means as a person you are only as capable as your word allows you to so if you say i will be a billionaire yeah, the possibility to become a billionaire is contingent on you fulfilling your word and though that word in and of itself grants you the ability to get into the dimension that's why one of one of the things that was done especially when uh, these colonizers went and colonized nations is that they used suppressive language they utilized suppressive speech to incapacitate you from learning the higher usage of language because the higher usage of language is creative every wealthy person knows this every powerful person in the earth 
understands this. They understand that their higher functionality of their of language is not communication, but it is creation. And that's why the most powerful instrument of powerful individuals and organizations today is the media. Is the media. The media is, is the prophet of the globalist. Because it is through speech that they are able to program society into thinking and acting and behaving the way they want them to. So they utilize video and frequencies to stimulate or deaden certain areas within a person's mind, rendering them slaves. So if they can kill your ability to to think critically, objectively, independently, then they own you. Because you will think what they think, what they want you to think, thereby act the way they want you to act. Why? Because they understand that to capture a man's mind, to imprison a man in his own body, in his own mind, there is the manipulative workings of words and speech and imagery. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, you are your words. And the word was God. The expression is not and God was the word. That, that was not what was stated. What was stated was the word being the subject was God. So every part of you is in what you say. Every part of you is in what you say. Hallelujah. We, we, uh, we were training the other day and we were doing a set of squats on a, on a weight volume that I've never done before. So in my mind, I didn't think that I was, I could do that. So I said, I said to my trainer, I said, nah, coach, I can't do this. The coach said to me, you can. I said, I can't do this. The coach said to me, you can. I said, no, I can't. I've never done it. The coach said, you can. I said, no, I've never done it. He said, go, you can. I believed 
more of what he was saying to me than what I was saying. And guess what? I did it. Because I had I had two sets of information to work with. I had the information that was coming from my, my mouth. Because honestly, I didn't believe that I could. I've never pulled that weight. And the rep, uh, 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 the rep count that he was expecting from me, I was like, how, how am I going to do that? I've never done that in my life. And we had just finished a few sets uh, 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 of other uh, 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 workouts. So I was like, I'm not, I'm not, I can't do it. And then he said, you can. And then he said, you can. I chose to believe that I could. He, because he said it. I chose to believe it. And then I went on and I did it. I did something no, that I thought I could never do at, at, at my current training level. I thought I could never do it. But I found somebody who believed that I could. And I accepted his belief. Even though, that, even though I did not believe it myself. And I achieved it. I accomplished it. What does that mean? It means that at any point in time, you can choose to believe your own words about yourself, your ability or capability, or choose to believe God's word about who you are, your, hallelujah, ability and your capabilities. That means at any point in time, you can be faced with, with circumstances. You can be faced with mountains, barriers in your life, challenges in your life that you yourself do not believe. Your words express a different tone about the achievement of this that is facing, me, that is facing you. And then you can look at other sets of information and choose to believe that. It works in life. You go to one doctor, that doctor does some diagnosis and, you say, and he tells you, I've got bad news for you. You have cancer. You, you, you say, no, I'll go for a second opinion. And then you go to another doctor, the doctor checks you. And then he found that there was one test that the other one did not do, which resulted in him declaring you the, uh, uh, to have cancer. But then when he did that test, he found out now with all the information, which is now uh, 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 all conclusive, he says, no, you don't have cancer. And then he said, doc, thank you. I don't have cancer. But you may have had it. You may have had, had it. You, you may have been cancerous at that time. But because now they, they, there, was, there was another set of information presented to you by the same person who's in the same, who's specializing in the same field and you trust their diagnosis and report. Do you know that you will walk out of there and that cancer will disappear as well? Because what gives, what gives anything solid state is your belief. I, I need to repeat that. What gives everything a solid state is your belief. Your belief materializes 
things. You believe. Your words create them. <laughs> Your words create them. Your belief crystallizes them. So your words frame these realities, crystallizes them, but your belief, I mean, your belief cements them. Your belief makes them a reality. So who you are is a function of your words, is a function of your mouth. So with you right now, you possess the most powerful instrument ever created. You must understand that God, God is an uncreated being. You understand that? Nobody created God. I'm not sure if you want me to go deeper here. Nobody created God. Therefore, that means that the mouth is an original piece. Because God is uncreated. You must understand. God is uncreated. For as long as he has been, he has had a mouth. So that means when, you, when, when, when we look at a mouth, we are looking at a representation of an original instrument. The mouth didn't come later in years. No, it came with God. So the, 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 the tool you possess is, is the representation of the most ancient thing there is. So your mouth is what connects you to the ancienty of God. This means that you are powerful. You are powerful. You are powerful. You look at Jesus. He, he dealt and faced the challenges of mankind. He solved the problems of mankind by his mouth. By his mouth. So much so they said, no man ever speak like this man. So much so that they said, what man of man is this? That even the, the waves obey him. They obey him. What, what kind of man is this? He was a man, but he was a different kind. Because he would say, Ephpata, and the ears would open. He would say, Talita Kumai, and the dead would rise. He would call a man who by now stinketh, Lazarus come forth, and the man would come out bound. What man of man was this? Who would call forth the maim and the lame to walk? Who would tell man who had been bound, 
paralysis for 38 years to rise up, rise up, take up your bed and walk. No, no human force, no physical force. You are showing creation what Adam failed to master. You are showing creation that you are much more than what you have been told by your colonizers. You are much more than what you have been told by your historians. You are much more than what you have been told by your mother and father. You are much more, my brother, my sister, and you can have and be much more. Once the shackles are removed, you see, there's something, there's something powerful. The Bible tells us that after they let Peter go, they rejoiced that they were counted worthy to suffer for Christ's name. And when they came among their own fold, they told them all the things that happened. And the Bible says, the Bible says that they gathered together and they began to pray. And they said, Father, Lord God, behold their threatenings. And they began to pray and pray and pray and pray and pray. And one of the last things they said to, they said to God, stretch now your hand and perform signs and wonders by your holy servant, Jesus Christ. And the Bible says, the place where they were shaken to get, I mean, where they were gathered was shaken and they were filled by the Holy Ghost. Then something powerful happened. Something powerful happened. The spirit came and shook that place, filled them up. And then they said, they began to speak the word of God with boldness. This is, the, this is the missing link to your words. When you speak, there's no confidence. Confidence is the roaring of a lion. In the midst of a fleet. You are your words. And how your word, how your words come out of your mouth is important. How your words come out of your mouth is important, especially in creative circumstances. Especially when you say, I am going to, I will. Uh, the, the tonality matters because that's how the frequency is projected. In the name of Jesus, be healed. Nothing will happen. Oh, in the name of Jesus, I prosper. Like you are being forced to say it. Like you're under duress. You see, once you learn that you and your words are one, you will learn, you and your words are one, you will learn to use your mouth very, very, very carefully. Very carefully. Because you understand that the integrity, 
of who you are is in your words. I said I was going to teach you how to incorporate the angelic assistance in your life is words. The Bible says that they they hearken, they heed unto the voice of his words. In other words, they they pay attention to the nature, the sound code within our words to find where in our words is the word of the Lord. Where in our words is the voice of the Lord. Because that's all they do. They do his word. Their functionary is to do his word. In other words, when God speaks, they act it out. This means that when you speak, you mobilize spirits. When you speak, you mobilize spiritual forces. He said, you, you sent forth your word and it was they were created. You sent forth your spirit and they were created. So there's a relationship between the spirit's ability to create and the words. So the spirit uses words as material for building, just like a builder who uses bricks to build and, and, and all these kinds of material to build. So words are to the spirit what builders, I mean what bricks are to builders. So the kinds of words you express that come out of your mouth will define the kind of life is built for you. Because when we say you are speaking words or when we are saying you need to follow through on your word, you need to understand that your words attract assistance. Because spirits are looking for expression. They are looking to express their being, their personality. So what allows them the ability to do that is words. That's why even, even after 2,000 years of Jesus defeating Satan, we still see Satan operating strongly in the lives of people to bind them, to deceive them, to, you know, to afflict them. The reason is, is that even though he lost all the power and authority that he had before, even though he was stripped of that, he still uses the power of Kratos, which is the power of words. Words to operate. So every time a man speaks death, sickness, he's attracting spirits consistent with that reality. Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. They are spirit and they are life. That's why when Jesus spoke, man was healed. When Jesus spoke, there was order. Why? His words were spirit. So there was, there was spiritual assistance every time Jesus spoke. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Praise the Lord. You are a divine being. Your, your mouth makes you one. And that's why many people will tell you, many people, many people will tell you, people who have, who have had out of, the, out of the body experiences and all that, that when the spirit leaves, the spirit leaves through the mouth. When the spirit enters, it enters through the mouth. Because the mouth is the link to the interdimension of man. To your spirit realm, to your soul realm. The mouth is the link. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And the sign that they were filled by the spirit was that they spake. And, and, and it filled the whole room. The sound, the sound filled the whole room. The sound filled the whole room. The spirit traveled with the sound. He traveled in the sound. He was in the sound. The spirit was in the sound. The Bible, Jesus said, Jesus said, those who are born of the spirit are like the wind. You don't know where it comes from, but you hear the sound. Hallelujah. Glory to God. They are like the sound and it filled them and they appeared tongues as of cloven fire and they began to speak. They began to speak. They began to speak. That was the sign that the spirit had filled them. They spoke. So no man can say that they are filled by the Spirit without the evidence of speaking. The adoption of a heavenly language, a divine language. He says, they spake as the Spirit gave them utterance. So if you want to be filled by the Spirit, you speak. <laughs> the act of being filled by the Spirit is speaking. That means the act of being assisted by the Spirit is speaking. The act of being blessed by the Spirit is speaking. So speech is the functionary of the spirit of the spirit of God and other lower spirits. That means you can fill your whole room with spirits with an atmosphere by words. Your mouth is a creator of environments. Your mouth is a creator of atmospheres. So when we tell you to speak the word, it's, it's not so that you can feel good. No, there's a creative element behind it. There's a necessity for the Christian man to learn to associate, learn to partner, learn to fellowship with the word of God, not only just for the purpose of feeling good, but for the purpose of learning the creative language of God. Learn the creative language of God. 
Oh, we didn't read the Bible, né? <laughs> Because one of the reasons is I've studied, I've studied this subject for years. This has been the backbone of my life as a person. It has been, it has been the spine of my life. My life has always gone in the direction of my words. Always. It is all because I identify my primary business as speaking. Speaking is my main business. I'm not talking about preaching. I'm talking about speaking. Prophesying. I'm not, I'm not talking about prophesying future events. I'm not, no, I'm not talking, I'm talking about speaking creatively. That's what I identify to be my main business. Because God's main business is talking. Is creating. By using the speech protocols. He says to Moses, he says to Moses, He says to Moses, he, he, Moses, up until that time, all he knew what to do was to use the rod. He was using rod, rod, stretching his hand, using for everything. All the miracles in Egypt, he was using rod, 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 rod. Everything was rod. Right? He parted the Red Sea, it was rod, it was rod. God says, let me bring you into a higher dimension. He said to him, speak to the rock. Speak, speak to the rock. Speak to the rock. Speak to what you want. Did you hear what I said? Speak to what you want. Speak to, that means, go to a car dealership. Speak to the car you want. <laughs> God said, God said, God, that, what was God trying to teach Moses? He was trying to teach Moses about the intelligence of creation. He, Moses was not aware that intelligent was, I mean, creation was intelligent because he was using the rod and was thinking it was just power. But no, the creation was responding to something. And God wanted to teach him now face on that there is intelligence in creation. That creation can hear you because in creation is embedded the sound code of the creator. And that if a man can come talking in the frequency of the creator, the creation will hear him as though they were hearing the creator and respond accordingly. So God says to Moses, speak to the rock. Speak to the rock. Tell it. <laughs> Tell it to give you water. Tell. So, so, so the rock was, was supposed to go find water from wherever, from wherever the water was. And bring it to Moses through the rock. God says, speak to the rock. 
and tell it. Tell it to give you water that you may have drink. Hi. Jesus comes generations later, aeons later, and he goes to a fig tree which has leaves. He because he saw it from afar off, and he came near. When he came near, he found there was no food. And the Bible says he cursed it and said, Let no man eat from you from this day. And the Bible says the disciples heard him. Jesus was talking to a fig tree. The Bible says, the Bible, in, in fact, the Bible says in Mark that Jesus answered the fig tree. This means that when Jesus went to the fig tree, the, the fig tree told Jesus in the spirit, I don't have fruit. Hey, come on now, see, I don't have fruit. And, and the Bible says, and Jesus answered the fig tree. He was replying to the fig tree. That means you can reply to your purse. When you open that purse and that purse tells you, I don't have, you can reply. So be full. This, this, is, this, is, this is what creation is waiting for. The Bible says creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. That means you can reply. Because your bank account is giving you information. I don't have. What's your reply? Oh, you don't have. The Bible says, and Jesus cursed it. And, and, and the Bible says, the fig tree dried up at that very hour from the roots and they left. And the Bible says, they heard him. The next day, when they came back from Jerusalem into Bethany, they, Peter saw the fig tree and said, Master, hey, the, 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 the tree you cursed yesterday is dead. And Jesus used that opportunity to teach them. And he was teaching this to unborn again men. He, he was teaching this to unsaved men. That, this means that the, this principle does not work only for the saved, even for the unsaved, those who understand its principles. And Jesus said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, have faith. In God. <laughs> in, in, in other words, if, if your belief systems is regulated or has a relationship with God, he says, then if, if you have faith in God, you will say to this mountain, he, he, he pointed them to a mountain. He, he, he pointed them to a mountain. He says, you, you, you will say to this mountain, you, 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 whoever says to this mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart but believeth whatsoever he says. Jesus says he shall have what he's, he shall have what he says. And he, he was using the fig tree as a testimony. 
that I, I did this because, not because I'm Jesus, not because I'm God, but because I have faith. I have faith. Says we too, having the spirit of faith. Hallelujah, my God. Believe and speak. Believe and speak. Jesus said he will have whatever he says. There's, there's, no, there's no two ways about it. Son of man, can these dry bones live again? Can they live again? Can they live again? Can they live again? Oh Lord, only you know. Therefore he said unto me, prophesy, prophesy. And I prophesied as I was commanded. There are dimensions where your words become frequencies of creation, where your words become material portals for that which is desire. Listen, everything you desire in life exists. It exists in an expanded form in expanded reality. He says, your words bring structure, brings form, brings frame. Yep. Remember years ago, when I, when, when, when I used to preach to you, remember years ago? When I used to tell you about my family background of poverty, and I said, I will be the first to break out of poverty. Remember when I used to tell you those words? I'll be the first to live in suburban areas. I'll be the first to live in a state. Remember when I used to tell you What words are creators, are manifestors. Thoughts are creators, words are manifestors. Thoughts are creators, words are manifestors. Yes. Get to believing and being bold. Get to believing and being bold. Jesus never said and, and believes in, he says, believe in your words. In other words, you, you need to, there's a training you need to undergo. To, the, the training of belief in your own words. To believe what you say. Not just speak empty words, vain words. You know what? I'm going to make a million. I'm going to make a million in 2020. I'm going to make a million. Say, say, at first you may not believe it. Say it, imagine it, believe until you believe it. Why? Because it is that word 
that will propel you, that will give you the energizing you need to action. People want to act until, and, and people want to act before they've spoken. Action is the last step in the creative process. Action is the last step in the recreation process. Look at God. He says it, he sees it, he does it. Yes. And God said, and God saw it was. <laughs> Why? Because once you speak, every other thing follows. The spiritual forces, the spiritual element, because in your words is the power to arrange the right circumstances for that word to come to pass. Listen, God is more eager to fulfill his word than any of us could ever be in our lives. He's more eager, more, he, he wants to. He said, behold, I watch over my word to perform it. He's a watchman over his word. He tarries. The Bible says he neither sleeps nor slumbers. It's because of his word. He's got too much at stake to sleep. That's God. That's God. He's got too much at stake. He, he neither sleeps nor slumbers. If God would ever go into sleep, it would be after every word of his is fulfilled. Every word he has spoken in every generation, in every aeon, in... <laughs> That's why he can say, now I sleep. If, if there's a possibility for God to sleep. So God wants us to recreate our lives using... The, the creative tools, the creative assets he has given us inherent, inherently. Also using that to build our lives. Paul said, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among the sanctified. You can have everything in this world. You can have anything. He proved it with Israel. And nothing is too good for the covenant child of God. But he must learn, he must learn to be agreeable. He must learn the right use of the creative assets which God has bestowed on him. If you talk negative, you create a negative environment, you become negative and you experience negative. If you talk poverty, you create a poverty environment. Years ago, I made a decision. I've told you, I don't know how many, how many times I've told you this. 
I don't know how many times I've told you this over the years. Years ago, I made a conscious decision that I would not ask. I would not ask from a human being. I would not ask salt or sugar or bread from a human being. It was a conscious decision that came from a revelation. And for years, I've stood on that word. I've stood on that word and it has never failed. I've stood on it. I've lived by it. Every day I go into my study, I lift up my hands and I say, Father, I thank you for providing for me. I depend on no one, no one, but the hand of God. Because I read that Jesus said, ask God to give you your daily bread. And I ask him, Father, I thank you for my daily bread, my daily provision. And I confess it, I have my needs met. Everyone last every last one of them, I have them met. If, if you pray like that and you believe that you have your needs met, why must you go and ask someone else? Why must you then now go on the phone? Well, I, the, 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 the choice I made, I was willing to, till today, I'm willing to die by it. I'm a giver. I, I receive from above, but I'm a giver. I give. I'm a blessed man. Givers are blessed. I'm a blessed man. Why? Because I, I said all those years ago, God, make me a blessing. Make me a blessing. Put me in a position at all times to be a blessing. Don't want to be anybody's burden but your own. I'm your burden. I'm nobody's burden. I'm your burden. But if you can help me be a lifter of man's burdens. And I prayed that years ago. And it's the consciousness I live by. Those who live and know me, they know this. I, I lie not. Me and my words, we are one. Integrity, integrity, integrity. The unwillingness to see your words fall to the ground. That means don't speak unless you are willing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
praise God. You, you can be what God has meant for you to be. You can have what God has meant for you to have. You can achieve what God has meant for you to achieve. You can accomplish and reach the frontiers that God has destined for you to reach. Your speech center must be regulated appropriately. And you've got to learn to re-make right use of the speech protocols for creative outcomes. Hallelujah. 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 Even if I have to die on my knees, I will not beg for bread. Says I've been young and I've been old and I've never seen the righteous forsaken. No, his seed begging for bread. I'd rather die on my knees. Die on my knees. And I can tell you the countless times when I was put in a corner financially, when I was put in a corner circumstantially, when the situations had come and tried to pressurize me. The only, the only ears that heard my need, the only ears that heard my necessities, my need, it was, it was the ears of God. It was the ease of the angels. No man heard my need. Because my sustenance must be from the one who created me. And you, you, you can build, you can build that conscious mode. You can build that mental mode inside you, my brother, my sister, until you get to the point where when circumstances arise, you don't reach for the phone. You go on your knees, you lift up your hands, you say, I can speak. Father, I am made in your image. I can speak. Therefore, in the name of Jesus, I call for my necessities. I call for my needs. I call for what I require at this moment. In Jesus' name, angels, you are ministering spirits. I'm an heir of salvation. Go and bring forth what I need right now. Father, by the end of day, I shall have it. I shall have it by the end of day. By the end of day. Then from that day, from that moment on, every, every five minutes I look at my phone. <laughs> every other moment I, I look outside the window. <laughs> Listen, if you pray for the rain, get out your umbrella. Don't just pray and wait. If you pray for the rain, get out your umbrella, pull it up. They may look and say, why this umbrella? No, no, I'm expecting rain. <laughs> I'm expecting rain. It's going to rain. It's about to pour. That's why my umbrella is out. That's why I have a raincoat on. Because it's about to pour. Yes, it's about to pour. Why? Because I've prayed. And my father has heard me. And my father has answered me. Just wait a moment. It's about to happen. Just wait a moment. It's about to... Yes! I don't hope it is an expected end. It must happen. It must happen.
I'll never forget it. I, I'll never forget it. I, I needed money to go to church. It was Sunday. I needed money to go to church Sunday morning. I was praying throughout the night. I had no money to go to church. I'll never forget it. All I knew was in my account was about three, 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 three rands. Three rands and a couple of cents. I walked over to the garage. I walked over to the ATM machine. I took out my card. I put it in the card machine and I put in my pin and it showed all the numbers what I wanted. I said I wanted 250. Oh, <laughs> the information came out. You have insufficient funds. I took out the card. I put it in. I said in the name of Jesus, I have the funds I need. I put in the pin again. I put in 250. You have insufficient funds. It was 3.30 a.m. in the morning. I put it in. Yes, pin. You have insufficient funds. I said, in the name of Jesus, there's money in this thing. You will give me money in the name of Jesus. I put it in. I put in the pin. I selected 215. There was no sufficient funds to complete this transaction. Got it out again. I said, in the name of Jesus, you are in there. You will come out. I put it in. There was nothing. And then I heard a thought. I had a thought. At about the seventh try, I heard a thought. Command an error in the machine. I said, in the name of Jesus, you are in there. Therefore, I commanded this machine. Yes, has error. I command that this machine has error. I put it in. At about the ninth or tenth time, I put in 250. And lo and behold, there was an error. 250 came out. It came out. And I knew that day, my God, if the ATM can give me money, then anything else in this world can give me money. The, Jesus said, Peter, who must pay the taxes? The foreigners or the citizens? The foreigners. Lest we offend them. Take now your fishing rod and out of the first mouth of the fish that you catch, get out money. <laughs> Pastor, you're talking too much about prosperity and all this. Listen, listen. Your, your life, your life in God, your life in God will not begin until prosperity and abundance are at home in you. Maybe you don't know it. Study Genesis, you will see it. Study God's dealings with man, you will see it. The first thing, the first things he secured in their life was prosperity and abundance. This is what Jacob knew when he prayed at the rock, remember? When he prayed at the rock, remember his prayer? And the angel met him, he said, I am, I am the angel. And I'm the God whom you pray to at Bethel. And he used that prayer as an access point 
Because he prayed, if you will bring me again to my father's house and not allow harm to come to me and to feed me with bread and keep me, I'll make sure that I'll give you a tenth from all. That's why the law of tithe is, is, is a prosperity system. Of all you have blessed me, I'll give you a tenth. To tithe means you, 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 God, you, you are, you are proving to yourself and to the world that God has blessed you. So, do you understand it now? You understand why you need to fix the speech protocols? Why you, you, you need to fix the mental protocols? It's, it's essential. It's essential. Your, your life is in your words. Your future is in your words. Your future is in your mouth. Your, your future is in your mouth. Your future is in your mouth. Talk to the rock. What do you want from that house? What do you want from that business? What do you want from that career? Talk to it. Talk to it. You are the CEO of your life. Hallelujah. What eye has not seen, what ear has not heard, neither has entered into the heart of man the things which God had prepared for those who love him. But he has given us of his spirit that we might know the things that are freely given to us by God. I pray for you that God's vision, that God's dream for, for your life will become a reality. I pray that from the bowels of the Spirit, they will usher a move of God in your life. They will bring you into new heights new frontiers, new dimensions of possibility. I pray on your way to the promised land. I pray on the way to the promises of God that you encounter God, that God gives you encounters upon encounters that will imprint heavily on your life. I pray the Holy Spirit help you. I pray the angels of God help you integrate the word of God into your life. I pray through this workshop, you come into a new and fresh relationship with the word of God, that you come into a new dimension of function and operation in the things of God. I pray for you. That the light of God's word will so flood you. Will so engulf you. That you will see. You will believe. And you will walk in nothing else but his word. And what he has had for you. And what he has spoken over your life.
I pray the Holy Spirit helps you assimilate every revelation, every truth, every principle shared throughout this workshop. And I pray you come into a revolution in your life. I pray you come into a renewal in your life. That in six months from now, your life will be totally transformed. Your life will be totally changed. That the glory will come into your life. That the greater glory will come into your life. Yes, that God will set your new pedestals. Yes, that the standards be raised on your life. For if the enemy rises against you like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall raise a standard. And I pray these standards be raised across the board. I pray you come into a new form of intelligency that the Spirit of God anoint your neurons, your mind synapses, the Spirit of God. But yes, imparts wisdom like he imparted into Solomon. I pray even in the night times, the Spirit of God, the angels of God may visit you and do an operation on your mind. That you come out of this workshop thinking different, speaking different, living different, seeing different, understanding differently. You are wiser. That there be an impartation of strength to do everything that you have purpose to do. With the strength and vigor of the Spirit. I pray the anointing for speed be released into your life that you will do things with accuracy and with speed. Oh, yes, that the anointing, that yes, that work on the feet of Elijah as he ran far, far ahead of Ahab and his chariot may walk in your life. May anoint every area of life, that your life may move with the speed of the spirit ahead of the chariots of the systems of this world. It will not take you 40 years to reach the promised land. No, no, no. It will not take you 40 years. It will not take you 40 years. It will not take you that long, says the Spirit of God. If you follow my leading. If you follow my instruction. In the twinkling of an eye, you shall be in, says the Lord. A man is snared by the words of his mouth. Don't snare yourself with your mouth. Don't allow others to snare you. We condemn right now in the name of Jesus Christ. 
in judgment every tongue that has risen against your success your progress your destiny your prosperity your life under the anointing we crush those words from perpetuating the reality that is anti our destiny because no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Yes, this is the word of the Lord. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Yes, no weapon, no weapon, no weapon charged against you shall prosper. You will leave in your heritage. Oh, I pray that there be peace in your households. I pray that there be silence in the storms in your households. Oh, let the coming peace of heaven invade your space. In the name of Jesus, let angels of peace take charge of the territory of your life. Oh, I pray for you. Oh, I pray for you that you are remembered before the Lord. I pray, I pray he remembers you. I pray your name be in the book of remembrance. I pray for you that the visions of the Spirit the dream of the Holy Ghost for you is actualized. Oh, I pray. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, that God will grant you mercy. That God will grant you mercy. Just lift up your hands and release yourself in the Holy Ghost. Release yourself in the Holy Ghost. Oh, Kashale Garilo. Livari Clarino. Scali Claron Cre Saligo Safara Lida. Sando Rapana Kira Sando Crela. Van Mene Shalara Kitrela. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I pray open doors. I pray open doors. I pray open doors for you. I pray open doors for you. I pray open doors for you. Kompali sapar. Oh, Sali Ramadila. Oh, thank you, Lord. Oh, you have blessed us immensely. We are grateful. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, we thank God. Praise God. See you tomorrow evening. God bless you. I'll just I'll upload this session in a few minutes.
and Sunday's session. Um, in a few minutes. I'll upload them in a few minutes. God bless you. I love you. Good night. Thank you, Lord.